Yeah. Let's, let's I hit it. the button. Whoa. You hit the whoa. The whole screen I just lit up red. Right. We're recording. Yes, that is the... And uh, here well, that's we... the porn blocker, Izzy. I was going to oh. say. Is that what that's, that is? That's yeah, the, which I'm sad that you have. That's the that's I had to put that on your computer I... so that when we started, you stopped looking at the porn. Oh. Oh, yeah. There you go. No, there's well, it, and I, I see it all the time now. So, oh. anyway, hey, we're we're recording. Shouldn't we do that thing we do, Mike, or that thing that you do? Do that thing you, say you do. We do I have a mouse no. in my pocket. No, <laughs> but I'm here with you while you do it. So that technically, it's a we. Oh yeah. I mean, you are. could have a mouse in your pocket. Yeah. Well, I'm not it's, it's privy to everything that are in your pocket. <clears throat> it's about the size of one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe I've said too much. The can even quantify what we do anymore. The internet podcast of internet podcasts. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host this evening as we juxtapose words into your ear holes. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Izzy Swan, of all things Izzy Swan, and the soon-to-be-brought-to-the-world Swan Dive Studios. My other good friend, Joel Crawford, of the Missing Digit Woodshop. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening, Hi. sir. By the way, I just wanted an opportunity to use the word juxtapose. You did. Well, isn't that a juxtaposition? Just I'm you looking it up right now. Just a minute. If you, <laughs> if, if, you uh, if you listen very, if you rewind this and listen very closely, you can actually hear me patting myself on the back when I did that. Yeah. So, <laughs> amongst the other times. Yeah. I also wanted to uh, just a, a quick heads up to the uh, to the folks who have commented, and I won't mention any names, but. Um, I did go out and get some Flonays, and uh, you'll notice me to be sniffle-free this evening. So for those of you that tuned in just for that, I apologize. There won't be much of it for you this evening. Oh, I can well, probably make up Well, we're going to appreciate I'm, that addiction. I'm getting a cold, so I'm not I'm sure what Izzy just said. That, yeah. uh, I said I'm getting a cold. Your, uh, your internet connection is cutting in and out just a little bit, my friend. Shit. Okay. Well... <laughs> And now it's clear as a bell. And now it's clear as a bell. <laughs> did, did, get the, did he get the cussing in there? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, great. Take take your little MiFi that you have there and put it on the ceiling. That's a good idea. <laughs> Let me put it up higher. There you go. Does it's, that not, it, well, it's, okay. it's actually my cell phone. I have it connected to the 4G on my cell phone at the moment. Yeah. Oh, well, I, sweet I, I appreciate you introducing me with the, the missing digit woodshop. But currently, the missing digit wood shop is missing. Missing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is in the middle of. Uh, Hello. It's it's in the middle of. Uh, sorry, it's it's weird. The internet just cut off, and I got a weird beep. Uh, it's in the middle of. Uh, uh, two locations, uh, neither of one is set up, and it's a it's a giant uh, cluster, and everything's just kind of piled into the new shop, with n- absolutely no organization whatsoever. It's literally we just have to we're done with the space at the end of this month. It's it's you know we've got two days left, uh, and I the idea like. Like everybody, you know, it's it's fun when you have a, uh, uh, you know, a new shop and everything, and you get to place everything. 
but we're we're downsizing quite a bit to save a little bit of money up so we can build a nice shop uh and so now it's more of a nightmare and so i have to give props to a couple of people but paul jackman's one of those people not just because he gave me shoes either but but because he went from a pretty decent sized shop to like a closet when he moved to dc Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it's a seriously hard thing. Well, I, I find that you're, um, you know, I, I actually took the advice this weekend of a good friend of mine, uh, Joel Crawford of the really missing digit wood shop. And uh, I this uh, last weekend, <laughs> I decided that I was going to go ahead and do the cleaning out thing. So I actually, I, I essentially started, I picked a corner and I said, okay, I'm going to clean all of this out. And then I realized I was just moving st- stuff from one space to the next so i was like all right i need a fire bundle um basically at some point so i decided to go ahead and say all right well i'm gonna you know i'll start on this corner and then i just start looking at things i'm like i don't need half of this stuff like at the at best i don't need half of this stuff i mean it's you know so i found probably north of 300 pencils by the way um i found i i counted i have 17 tape measures Give that a minute. There's 17 tape measures in my garage. Now, I can't understand what my affinity for tape measures is, but apparently, like, I just buy one every time I go out, and now I have them everywhere. So, but uh, yeah, I actually cleaned up my shop, got everything kind of in order, made some new holsters for things, and it's weird because now when I start making something, like, I get to make it, and then I'm done, and then I put everything away, and I'm... I'm actually, I've made something, and then I'm done making something, and then I'm moving on to making something else. It's a, the craziest thing. That is so weird. Yeah, it's not okay. I tripped over this and smashed my toe on 50 different things, and there was a bunch of foul language. Then I had to swear at my kids for coming out of the garage while I was losing my mind, you know, type of thing. So it was just, it's uh, yeah, organizing is actually a very weird feeling. So, I, I know, do you feel is it cathartic though? Do you find it to be? Is Juxt- juxtaposition is really the only big word I'm, 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 I'm anchored sorry. to. I'm not I'm really sorry. sure what that means. Um, I'm sorry. So, do, do you feel a certain sense of uh, of uh, both pride and uh, and uh, uh, fulfillment that the shop is clean? Um, it, it was efficient. So this weekend I made a whole bunch of things. Like I had four or five different projects I made all on Saturday. You know, maybe in, did you make bunnies on Saturday? I did. What bunnies? Did really I miss the cute. bunnies? They were really cute bunnies, by the way. Do you not follow me on the Instagram? And I, the cutting boards were nice too, Mike. That was a good I, job on the cutting boards. I made a sandwich board. So the um, because I, that cutting board is ridiculous, and it's made of oak and walnut, so it weighs seventeen hundred pounds. So I need, you know, if I just want to cut a bagel or make a sandwich and cut it in half, I don't need to pull this thing out. So I was just like, let me just make a small one, which actually isn't small. It's about. Um, I think 12 inches by 9 inches. So, I mean, it's a pretty decent size, but it's only about uh, 3 eighths, yeah, a little shy of half inch thick because I ran it through the planer a couple of times. But, um, yeah, just, you know, whipped that all together, glued it all up. I actually had room for a glue up to sit out of the way. It was the strangest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, I fired up the CNC machine. By the way, my uh, my wife is particularly unhappy with Daniel Carrez, however you say his name, and I'm doing that wrong on purpose, by the way, Daniel, um, just so you know. But he um, he made that sword this weekend. Did you guys see that on his Instagram? No. 
It's like an Egyptian yes. sword or something. It's very oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and uh, I turned around and made one, you know, pretty much right after he did. So, uh, fired that up. Well, now I've gotten to the point where I'm starting to I go online now and I'm looking up. That sword I made a couple of my bandsaw. Well, this one I did. Um, I've been online um, kind of in the down hours at work looking at uh, different types of swords throughout history. And I've started designing them in uh, SketchUp and then popping them in the CNC machine. So now I'm just going to start milling different types of swords cut out of wood. So my kids think I'm the coolest person alive. My wife thinks I'm completely out of my mind. She's like, <laughs> what in God's name are you doing? Because I'm I, after I cut it, I go out and I hand plane the edge. So I got, you know, we, we talked, I joked about how, you know, I don't understand why people use block planes and stuff. And now I'm out there using them to make swords. So feel free to laugh at me. But um, so, yeah, I'm standing out there and like I'm just hacking these things down. And she comes out. She's like, what in the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm making a sword. <laughs> and she's like, I'm, what? <laughs> you know, she's like, it doesn't even compute to her that I just said those words. And I'm like, I'm making a sword. I'm, I'm, I'm milling down a sword. She's like, uh, 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 can you do the bunnies I asked you about? And be like, oh, yeah, we can get to those. You know, this is, but yeah, the sword right now. We're doing swords. So, <laughs> You know, that's, that's funny because you don't get a chance to do those because you don't have a, you have a house full of girls. So oh, like yeah, there's uh, no yeah, there's uh, no any of that. Like girls right. like swords. Girls like swords. I don't know. They, right. Surprisingly, they do. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying they they don't. They do, but if given, you know, there's there's certain things you end up doing with boys that are, you know, it's kind of a rite of passage and and breaking off sticks and beating them on things as a you know a young boy is like. I mean, you'll take anything. You'll take whips off of you know antenna whips off of cars you'll take you know bamboo out of the backyard you'll take you know to fall and break you beat everything i don't know what it is about boys and beating things with sticks but we're it's just monkeys i mean it's i, know, just, it's I think ours evolved chimpanzees so we're just you know i think that's about right beat thing i mean it's basically all it is so well i know it's not polite to say but there are things you know men and women are different i know that that's you know for some reason in my lifetime, that's gotten uh, somehow strange to to articulate, which <laughs> is strange to articulate. But uh, but yeah, boys and girls are different, by the way. Um, just throw that out there. But yeah, there's just like a, a whole host of things I imagine my life would be very different with if I had sons versus daughters. So um, not that that's not that one's better or worse, you know, before the feminists uh, start the movement. But, um, you know, I'd, like I. I feel that I'm a lot better, you know, I'm more compassionate and all these other things that, uh, you know, a father would be with daughters than if I had sons. But, you know, there is a there is an element of, you know, one day I just want to make some swords and, and, you know, start chasing around and get into some fights and see who ends up with bruises. And you can't really do that to, you know, a 12 year old girl or even a 17 year old girl because, you know, it's, people start asking you questions. But, you know, you get into a sword fight with your son and you crack him across the forearm. That's just a rite of passage kind of like we talked about <laughs> right in the last show so yeah but uh yeah so i've been making swords so that's my new thing so yeah i have the uh the spartan sword i've got a couple of uh the lord of the rings uh different versions of uh orc swords and and the uh of course you have to do sting because you know reasons so uh but yeah i've got the uh the cnc set up i i are you Daniel, gonna are you gonna paint it blue 
<laughs> I wish that I could answer no to that. <laughs> but there may or may not have been a stop by Lowe's on the way home tonight to get blue spray paint. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, that's a true story. So, yeah, yeah no, that's – um yeah, I'm, I'm going through the uh, – I'm going to uh, – you know, the, the thing is on the CNC machine, it you know, you hit a button and four minutes later you have a friggin' sword. And that's only because I have the speed set low because they're getting cut out of oak and maple and I want to smash all my bits into pieces. But – um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, four minutes I have a sword and then I start planing it and I've actually gotten proficient to that in a way that's sort of scary. So I've only made two of them at this point. Wow. I'm, I'm only really good at block planing plywood. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a, scary. Uh, and that's same self. <laughs> that seems completely reasonable. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I very purposely do not use planes in my videos, <clears throat> although I do have a couple. Uh, Kyle got me the other day on social media using a block plane on plywood. Yeah, busted. Oh, wait, hang on. Let me just go ahead and get the haters uh, fired up out there. So I bought one of those. Um, I was at Harbor Freight, and they have those kits. You get like 14 block planes for like $7 or some ridiculous thing. So they have this small, real shitty one. And I took some time, actually honed the blade in, and, you know, and uh, you, know, you spend a lot of time getting that blade nice and sharp, and then it's still a giant piece of shit. So the only thing I use it for is when I cut MDF, I'll, I'll actually I'll run the plane over the edge of MDF because it takes the saw marks out quicker and with a lot less dust than sanding it. Mm-hmm. So the only time I'm <laughs> the only time I consistently use a block plane is on MDF, which. I'm sure it makes me no one's fan. <laughs> well, no, that's that's a trade secret when it comes to working with MDF is to not sand the edge of MDF, but it's actually to plane the edge of MDF. It makes it much more paintable. Yeah, yeah plus, it sucks. MDF sucks. Let me just MDF because there's no grain. You can immediately tell where it's now wavy because you sanded it. Mm-hmm. Like it MDF like doesn't have grain. Well, I mean, weird. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's and and I think I have a couple of those MDF trees at my house. <laughs> well, you should. They just grow in squares. So you have um, you are you do you have just the one CNC machine, one CNC machine in your shop, or did you? Do I remember you having more than that? I think you just had the one, didn't you? Me or Izzy? You, Joel. Uh so well, I have the one big one, and then I have the laser, <laughs> and then I have somewhere hidden. Oh, we've just found it actually. I have uh, the predecessor to the uh, uh, X-Carve. The Shapeoko? The Shapeoko 2, which was giant and enlarged and replaced all the circuitry in. And that's actually now sitting somewhere in my barn again. And so, yeah, but basically, you know, we've thought about doing a second CNC, but we don't use this one, you know, to capacity all day, every day. But it would, sure would be nice to set one up with a vacuum table and one with our traditional clamping system so that you could do sheet goods on one side and, and without having to switch, like, jigs and things. It's a lot easier to hold down sheet goods with a vacuum system. And, and not to bore the piss out of people who don't care about CNC, which is particularly almost everybody, but the uh, do you use – is it T-Track that you use on your table or how do you have your setup? No, T-Track's a waste of time. So um, – I've I've seen how people use T track and we've buried enough bits to know that I would shred T track <laughs> on a miscalculation. Yeah. Um uh, which we don't often do much anymore, but but in general 
what what we have is we have a four by four grid of inserts. So my waste board is two three quarter inch pieces of MDF. One of those is secured to the frame and the other one secured to the MDF that's secured to the frame. And then so I run a pattern and I haven't had to replace those actually in now almost two years. Uh, so we we run uh, offset by two inches by two inches. So they're not exactly at four inches. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to explain that. The first time I ever Oddly did enough, this. I know exactly what you mean. Okay. Well, the first time I did it, I, I set it up so that the four inch grid of holes started in the corner, which was terrible because it's it matched up exactly what a, like a four by eight or something would be. Yeah. That sounds and, awful. And it's, it's, you can't actually get clamps in there. Mm-hmm. So then what we do is we, we peck those holes in there and then we run inserts down that inch and a half worth of MDF mm-hmm. and those little inserts are threaded. So you put them in with a hex and they kind of hit bottom and then you use that to run quarter 20 bolts into and those quarter 20 bolts are on kind of a uh, lever clamps. I don't know if there's an actual term uh, machinists use them all the time mm-hmm. where there's a bolt and then kind of this piece of metal and they put little step blocks behind it to secure their stuff and like bridge ports and things like that. There, there must be a name for that. Uh, cam, they're not cam. I, I don't know what they are, but uh, I would call them lever clamps because that's the, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, so that's, that's, what, that's what we do. Set up is more industrial version of essentially the way the X carve comes. Right, right. And it's, it's much easier if you're, so it's, it's, it's okay for, for doing for sheet goods for the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not bad. Uh, it is, uh, extremely useful for big long boards that are like solid materials, which is our kind of bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot of warp and twist in things where you could never get a vacuum table, which just sucks it down to actually do the initial, like the initial, uh, uh, like mount of sure. it before the suction really kicks in. So I, it's just, it's just a, it's a much easier way of saying, okay, well, this board is, you know, it's got a inch, you know, twist in it over eight feet. And instead of having to wrestle that or plane it again or join it or whatever those things are, we throw it up there. We put the clamps on we cut out our pieces for whatever it is we're cutting in that board. And then everything's fine by the time you relieve some of that stress, because as you cut it, the board relaxes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, it's, it's a very, I don't, I don't know why anybody does like hardwood pieces on vacuum tables or, and T-Track is just a waste of money. The quarter 20 inserts, you can buy them from McMaster car a hundred for $14 mm-hmm. and, and the, it's just, you don't have to worry about planing. You don't have to worry about your bit gouging into them. You know, it's just, it's yeah, I've a, got a, I've actually got a, um, I just bought a, a T-bit. So it actually makes the T-tracks in the MDF. Yeah. Um, so I started playing around with that a little bit. That's actually probably going to be, because I thought about redoing the waste boards. I want to just put a three-quarter inch piece on top of it because I'm getting the part where I'm starting to chew mine up to, you know. Sure. To where it's not quite as sexy you'll, anymore. So You'll find that um, it, that's called a keyhole bit. Mm-hmm. If I, if I. Yeah, so, I have two of them. Yeah. So the if you do that actually in the MDF, then it's, uh, there's no strength in MDF. 
So the, the way that you get strength in MDF is always bolting from the other side. So if you, like, say you have your three-quarter inch piece of, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and you run that, 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 that keyhole bit through it, you'll get, uh, you'll just, you'll immediately, like, if you put in, like, a, like a, a nut or something that you're securing to, mm-hmm. uh, or, like, a T-nut, um, it'll pull right up within the second use you'll just break off that section of mdf there's there's it doesn't have it has it has uh it it can't do anything with that kind of torques and i actually considered getting a half inch mdf and using a um the eighth inch hardboard over the top of it and just using it to cut through the mdf and hardboard that way so yeah i don't don't do anything industrial like you do those bunnies that i cut out are basically right you know the extent to the clamping pressure that I need most of the time. No, but but you um. So so the way I funny enough, I I think what I would do is I'd probably run. I'd try to find a piece of like HDPE plastic or something, um, and and actually make strips hmm. of it to fit in between the T tracks on on the top side is your waste material. If you're gonna go through all that then you know, you just cut them to width where between your T-tracks and then kind of screw them in because it's actually, it's really easy to, it's actually kind of nice to use plastic as your wasteboard mm-hmm. um, because it's a little bit more resilient um, and it'll add a lot of strength. You can, you can pick up a, like a quarter inch um, piece of plastic and it has, it has, it's everything MDF isn't. For that kind of um, that kind of torsion forces, hmm. so you could do that. It's just it's harder to keep things in alignment because it's 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 harder to plane that large of an area hmm. if gotcha. you're doing surfacing. Anyway, so that was CNC nerd talk one one. Yeah, CNC. Uh, I think even Izzy passed out and he's got CNCs all over the place. Right. No, I only have four of them. <laughs> God, you're so sexy. Even your voice just captivates me do that again no (laughs) (laughs) well anyway so izzy how's things going up there at the uh the swan dive um crazy and hectic as usual you know i keep Uh. thinking that i'm gonna i'm only right around the corner of having things dialed in so i can get back to my my um you know building drill powered elevators and things that walk that shouldn't walk and telling proving engineers wrong left and right but um I haven't been able to do that yet. I'm kind of missing it. So hmm. hopefully, hopefully, we're always excited to. T- not too far off. Yeah, I'm, I've been missing my. I've not. Uh, I haven't had my daily, weekly, or monthly intake of Izzy's videos. Yeah, it's been. I want to say now uh, nine weeks since my last video and the last couple of videos I put out were pretty much just promotional videos. So they weren't anything really crazy exciting. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm getting the itch like you guys th- would not believe. I oh, think I it, imagine. at 10 weeks, I think you get the free football phone. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. On, a, on another note, as surprisingly enough, my channel's still growing, which is, is I find hilarious. And then, um, I just hit a milestone on Instagram. I just hit 50,000 followers on Friday. So. Hey, what? nice. You know, you should, um, uh, there's this, uh, 
the show that you do called a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was actually you showed you, you might be you, familiar with it, but uh, you, you 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 might want to promote that to some of those people. <laughs> oh man, but then they might start listening. <laughs> yeah, that's actually then, the the terrifying thing for me. That's that's one of the reasons I don't post most of. And then like, I'm well, like, if I if my family and friends find this, I'm going to have to start apologizing. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I think um, I. I, I was going to promote on Facebook um, after you we talked we'd had that little private conversation amongst the three of us. I still couldn't figure out how to do it. I am that you know, I can <laughs> I can run three D models like blindfolded now backwards with one hand tied behind my back. I'm great at that. I can run a CNC whether it's you know USB a CNC or or Mach three or various other programs. I have no trouble with those. I cannot figure out how to use social media to save my life, yet I still continue to grow on social media. I may just log into your computer one day and start and just invite everybody. Just I will bring it, it I will bring it with me when I come to, next time I'm in, in that in in the area where you are and I'll let you do it. Just show me how, oh master of social medias. I'm not even a master of social media. I just uh computers are like easy for me. So Well, that must be nice. It's not. It really isn't because then you end up being the guy that everybody comes to when you have a, you know, hey, can you fix well, this? I, I'm not sure how many people actually believe me, but I, until I started making YouTube videos, and in, in fact, long after I started making YouTube videos, I didn't own a computer. I had one prior to that, just a little piece of junk for business, for emails back and forth. And that's what I knew how to do was send emails. Um, everything I've learned, I've been self-taught in the last few years. I mean, it's all been just out of necessity, like how to use, you know, fusion and 3d and, and SketchUp and, and SolidWorks and all these programs. And I still don't know, like everybody tells me to switch to the, the fancy editing program uh, for videos. Um, final cut. Yeah. Not final cut. Oh, um, the premiere premiere. But I, I, I bought it. I, I mean, I own the suite. I paid $49 a month for it and I don't use anything on there. I, I tried Premiere once, and I was like, "Yeah, this you is would, silly." You would hate Premiere. I, I Premiere it, unless you're really good. Like I'm really good with Adobe products, just because I've been using. I think the first version of Photoshop I bought was CS2, which was a thousand years ago. So I mean, I'm just really good with Adobe products as a whole. And the only reason I'm efficient with them at all is because I learned all the shortcuts, which is actually one of the reasons I haven't gotten really good at using. Um, that uh, illustrators, because all the shortcuts are different and the tools work a little bit differently, so it's it's a little bit foreign to me. By the way, I'm using SketchUp to draw these swords. I suck at friggin' SketchUp. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize how terrible I was, but I was just like, oh, this yeah. is awful. No, I people tell me, I get that people ask me what what program to use for furniture, and I'll still, I mean, I, I'm not proficient at Fusion 360. I'm I'm I know how to use it, and I'm I'm not terrible at it. Um, SolidWorks, I'm pretty good at. Um, but if you're doing furniture type stuff, jigs, furniture, you know, even some limited 3D modeling, SketchUp is the way to go. It's just faster than everything else. Well, they have a web version now, so you can actually use it right in Chrome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. you don't even have to download. I think it's like SketchUponline.com or something like that. But it's yeah, I was using it the other. That's actually the one I've been using at work because they don't let you install any programs because, you know, we're like a bank and stuff and you can't just download anything you want, thankfully. Um, I'm not sure who made that a rule, but thank you. That's weird because Equifax can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't like to let them in the front door, but the, right. they'll get you in the back door. Wink, wink. Right. Um, hey, did we, 
Sorry. What? No, keep going. Oh, I thought you were going to ask if we did the intro. No, no, no. <laughs> did we? I think we did. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So, edit it in just in case. Um, no, so yeah, but you can actually use that online. That's actually that's what I use to do um, all the shortcuts and everything. Everything all works the same. Um, but yeah, I'm just terrible at it. So that's something I need to spend a little bit more time on because... Just, um, yeah, keep building projects. And that's what I, you know, it's like anything... If you go into SketchUp just to learn SketchUp, you're going to get frustrated with it. Actually, have a product project in mind, you know, and treat it. And the one the one thing I can tell anybody um, that will make it easier is you have to treat it just like a shop. You're building each piece at a you know one at a time, and the only difference is it's in the tools are different. You're not cutting a piece down and you know with a table saw. You're building a piece from air with mm-hmm. with some certain tools, and then make everything a component before you do anything else that's the other big one make it a yeah, component that's, uh, well and that's you know when you're modeling well and also modeling swords you know i mean that's a lot of line editing and then arcs and all so it's just it's not the easiest way to do that by any stretch i mean i could i can model a sword and that that saddle that that sword i modeled over the course of like 1800 hours is what it felt like in a sketch i could do in in photoshop in about six seconds so it's um it just learning shortcuts and stuff. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me is, you know, how do I figure out the, I, I'm a lazy person and, you know, people that know me for a long time don't, don't, this isn't surprising to them at all, but I want to find the easiest, most efficient way to do every single thing I do. And, you know, so, so knowing what the shortcuts are, so I don't have to look up everything, just being able to hit the keyboards and kind of fly through everything. That, what that what really driver are you using? What's, what driver are you using for your um, software? Uh, G-code software are you using for your um, X-Carve? I just use Easel for that right now. Okay. As I say, if you have like desktop or V-Carve or anything else, you can actually design. What's the highest end version of V-Carve? I have that. Aspire. Yeah, what that, that's. Um, um, I need to teach you about the chicken. If you can, if you can design a sword in Photoshop, I can show you how to export that into Aspire and write the code right from there. Well, that'd be awesome because because working at Aspire is not fun. Like it's yeah. just not. I mean, it's good software, but it's not very intuitive. Like it's it's again. I mean, you know, I'm just used to. I'm used to what I'm used to. You know, it's just. Right, uh, right. I mean, I you know, I know where Aspire's, my bedroom is in the house, so I can get there if I'm drunk. Took you know, took me about a month to do Aspire, and yeah. and there's still some 3D stuff that I don't have a full grasp on, which is kind of the point of Aspire. Um, but, but it took me about a month to figure out, you know, all the things I needed to do to get things, you know, tweaked in it. And then now for just basic parts and things like that for layout and all that, those things for CNC, I, I'd be hard pressed to have anything that works as efficiently as, as like V Carver Meyer. Yeah. It's, I am super efficient. I have both. Well, see, I have a Spire thing, like, for and me. V-Carver. Go ahead. I can fire up Photoshop and like the new Photoshop, the, the Creative Cloud version. Um, you can export right to SVG, so you, just you don't make- need to. If you can, ex- you can take, you can import a PNG into Aspire, use the chicken, and it instantly um, does your code for you. I'll, I'll, I'll show yeah, you. Well, see that for me, I just uh, this. By the way, if you don't have a CNC machine, sorry for the first thirty minutes of this. Right. Show. Um, but they're uh, not here anymore. They've already yeah, they probably already tuned out. <laughs> That's all right. It's a free show anyway. But the uh, but yeah, I mean, so 
I could go right from Photoshop. This is actually one of the reasons I haven't really taken the time to learn Illustrator is because I can create paths in Photoshop, export that out, and then take that. You literally take SVG files and Easel imports SVG, so I don't have to do anything. So it's like, um, you know, there's all this other. I mean, I could get to use Aspire. The only thing that I think Aspire would probably be better at is if I was doing a lot of repetitive cutting. Um, you know, because Easel, I don't use the Z probe or any of the home stuff. Um, just because, I mean, all my stuff starts from just point zero and easel. It's just got the, you know, start from here and go type deal. So I don't really, and I don't need that level of precision and control over, um, you know, where, where I began and all that, because most of the stuff, I don't do a lot of, okay, we'll cut this with this bit and then run it again, cut it with this bit. I don't have any of that nonsense. So, um, most of the stuff I do is single bit, single cuts, just go and I'm finished. So, um, yeah, I mean, I you know, so I don't really learning all that stuff for you guys. It's probably well, I just I'd like to learn SketchUp just because I think it would actually make me more efficient to be able to draw up things I want to make, be able to see them virtually, mm-hmm. and then print out cut lists and go, okay, well, here's all the parts I need. Um, you know, kind of go through that because I watch like Jay Bates online and some of your videos, Izzy. Um, you know, I watch just the especially Jay when he runs through that you know he's like and you could tell he's slowing down just for the sake of doing this but he he can make a a, a project to a cut list in minutes you know and, and being able to do that i think would be helpful for me especially now that i'm you know having a shop that's kind of organized and being able to walk <laughs> out there and like holy shit i can do like four or five different things at a time which is ridiculous to me i've never i'm having three completely different projects working at the same time is something i just it's not something I'm used to, you know, and, and, and I never was really organized enough to the point where I could pull that off. So having that ability is just awesome, you know. So, but then like now I'm like, okay, well, how can I make myself more efficient? You know, how can I do, you know, how do I yeah, get 10 things going on? There's, you know, so to, there's no doubt about it. Learning a 3D modeling program will up your game, period. I mean, if you're a woodworker yeah, and you really want to up your game, learn 3d modeling i mean it changes a lot of the way you think about what your your processes are and it is just it's the next step i mean it's you know um there are these guys out there that disagree with me and four years ago i probably would have disagreed with you i mean you know if i was going to draw something out i drew it out with pencil Mm -hmm. um but having that having access to that um, ability to 3d model ideas and see catch points especially when there's parts that are going to be moving and, and different components um, it just changes. It changes the ball field. So. By the way, let me just uh, Izzy for you. The um, one thing I find myself online. I don't know why. I just don't go to your channel to begin with. But um, so I told you, you know, I, when I first people that have heard this podcast have heard this story. But I first kind of ran into you with some corner clamps. I was looking for some, you know, idea for that. And that that sort of you were that was sort of my gateway drug into Izzy. Um, you know, I found you doing this. Then you had a video where you're telling people to do personal responsibility, which you have since deleted. But I thought I was like, this guy's awesome. Um, so I saw all that nonsense. And, and But the funny part is, is like now when I get online, I'll do a Google search for something and your video will pop up typically in like one of the top three. Because I usually search for things that are very specific, like, um, you know, some type of clamping thing or, you know, any type of DIY or make your own. There's always an Izzy video somewhere in that friggin' thing. And it's funny because... To see, you know, you talk about, okay, I'm self-taught. It, it's funny because every now and again, it, this happened to me about two weeks ago. I meant to talk about it in the last episode, but it didn't really fit into what we were talking about. But So I found a video of you and you were doing something and it was just like, 
your initial intro and sort of all that stuff is you could tell is when you really first started out. There, there just wasn't a whole lot of production value in what you were doing, right? It was just, hey guys, Izzy here, and you know you're just you're making some nonsense, and it was just hilarious. And I'm like, Dude, look, it's Izzy. And then that same day, I did a search for something else, and you pop back up. And I don't even remember what it was that I was searching for, but you popped back up and then I went to a different video and it was like Think Woodworks had this this you know like logo that kind of popped up and looked like a third grader drew it and it was <laughs> it was awesome. And I was like, so next thing I know I'm on YouTube and I'm binge watching your videos and it's like I could see sort of the progression of okay. Here's where he started as like a dude in a garage with a cell phone. And then, you know, okay, he must have got a camera here. And it was, you know, so I was just sitting there kind of going through them and watching your channel evolve and kind of remembering. Like, I remember the first time I saw some of those videos and what I was in the middle of or, you know, did you pop up my sub box? And I can kind of correlate to – because some of those videos you made, I actually went out and wanted to make some of the shit you made. So, you know, they actually forced me out into my garage. So – and now when I look back and seeing sort of the, you know, you, you don't see it in, in that time because, you know, it's just, okay, here's easy and here's this, you know, he starts off, here's Think What Works and here's this other stuff. And then like now when I see it and I'm following that and I'm going back and watching them again, it's funny to see the progression of sort of where you started off, where you went to, and then, you know, where you're at right now. And, you know, now my sub box doesn't ring for you at all because, you know, you, you don't post any video. <laughs> but... <laughs> but it's just funny, because, and it's funny that you and I actually, you know, we've grown to be friends, and we do the show and all this other stuff. Because, I mean, at one point, you were almost like a celebrity to me on YouTube. If that thing actually exists, it was like you know Jimmy Darista, um, you, uh, Steve from uh, Woodworking for Immortals. Like those three guys were like these. They were like con- they were like celebrities for what I did. You know what I mean? So, and now you're like you. You know, I mean, like I can, we can call Jimmy up tomorrow and be like, "Hey, um, you know, I need you for a podcast. Can you make thirty minutes?" And he'd say yes. You know, it's like the, these yeah. guys were like, "I've never talked to Steve, but I'm sure you know he's just a sweet guy." But it's just weird to not only see the progression of kind of how you've come and and where we've sort of you know worked our way into this community together, um, but also like just how you've progressed over the the years with your videos, your content, just sort of all the nonsense that you do. And it's, it's been seeing that a couple of weeks ago, like in real time was, was very interesting. It was, it was kind of a, a random look into, you know, your, your past, you know, just it, cause I was, I was very really searching for different topics and there was a video from you and then a few hours went by and I want to do something else. And I searched for something. And there you were again. I was like, son of a bitch. This guy's always <laughs> in my friggin' window. Like he's just, <laughs> he's constantly looking. Good. So. Good. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's been a, it's fun to kind of go back and, you know, watch the videos for like three seconds. Go, oh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the hard part. Actually, I've gotten to the point where I listen to our podcast on like 200 times speed. So it doesn't sound like me because I hate, I hate listening to myself. Ooh, I know so. how exactly how you feel. So I found a trick to that because I have to listen to it to make sure there's nothing you know stupid that happens because I always edit it and then I listen to it real quick just to make sure there's nothing weird going on and we didn't miss anything and all that stuff and I didn't edit something out or you know whatever that or should have edited it out didn't um, so I listen to them on like 150 or 200 times the speed so that way it doesn't sound like any of us <laughs> <laughs> nice and I can grind through it like you know an hour show I can do in, in half the time so but nice um, yeah that's sort of been the trick. If anybody wants to, if anybody's thinking about doing podcasts, that's one way to kind of get your way through it because it's tough listening to yourself. Yeah, I, I've never actually listened to one of our podcasts. 
I'll be, oh, I'll I listen to what I listen to the one I listened to before. The the the, the sniffling was making me crazy, <laughs> and I couldn't do anything about it. Like I was just sitting here in complete misery, just you know, sick and not feeling good, and just you know, like people listen to the show and they're like, "God damn it, what is he doing?" You know, not not realizing I'm barely holding it together for an hour to kind of get this content out. And then uh, listening to it in playback, I'm like, oh, what? I, I like your sniffling. It's, uh, it was, I, people had asked me a couple of times if you were okay. And I said, yeah, it was just this Coke habit. So <laughs> Can't hide money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until you don't have any more. Well, it's not hard to hide something you don't have. That's right. Amen. So, so the, uh, so I, I, uh, I, I was introduced to Izzy years ago because I w- just a YouTube like you, Mike, was a, kind of a YouTube junkie for uh, woodworking and DIY, and and this is probably even back before you know Jimmy had his channel. Really, I mean, I, he's had his channel for years, but you know, regularly posting things. I remember watching the first Duresta video for me that was famous somehow i missed the ak-47 guitar but he made this uh box out of a log the treasure chest do you remember seeing that yes yeah that was i think that was my first one i went oh this guy's brilliant this is fantastic and the same with izzy like all of a sudden he shows a, a jig on was it was it when you were making a I don't remember. It was something on the table saw, but ridiculous. Like, like you're you, you're doing like it, it wasn't the bowling ball. This is how you close. make a Volvo using your table saw, right? So the, I think it was the table saw. Did you make a Did you make a table leg? Yes. Several yes. Yeah. I, I think I think I think it was maybe the table leg video, and I think I was kind of late to the Izzy party at that point because I think you'd been on for at least a year or so. That probably would have been when I, I turned a skill saw upside down through a piece of plywood and then made a jig to turn a table leg on it. That's probably what you're talking about then, if it was a year yeah. on the road. Mm. Yeah, because this is this is pre the green garage, but it was the white garage, the same white garage, uh, but it hadn't been painted green yet, I don't think. So oh, I miss my green so much. Yeah. <laughs> you You just pick out any square and paint it green and then stand in front of it and and bring a table saw over just i'm, I'm trying to be more professional i got a nice gray background with the with the cool wood panels and we have we actually have a photo studio now like a freaking huge 16 by 20 photo studio walls all painted white the curved edges you name it i even bought some more lighting there's there are freaking a, there's what four five six six photo lights in that studio right now just sitting there nice you want to hear something crazy like i was just kind of thinking about my sort of my how did i find everybody so the first person i found online that was doing this was steve ramsey when he was doing with his woodworking for mere mortals channel mere mortals channel so for some reason i swallowed my tongue when i said that maybe it's the jack daniels but um so i found him and then he had he did something or, or mentioned i think john heiss if i remember correctly and then I watched John Heiss, and he said that he was going to do – this is how I found Jimmy Duresta. He said, I'm going to do a video in Jimmy Duresta's style. And then he did a video, like, you know, sped up and all this other stuff because he, he you know, 
One thing about John, he's just a cranky dude. <laughs> he's yeah, he hilarious is. to me. I, I'd love to talk to that guy, but he probably punched me in the face about the four seconds into our conversation. Um, but he said, yeah, I'm going to do a video in Jimmy DeResta's style. And then I went to Jimmy's. And then, you know, John, I found Matthias Wendell through all of him. And then, you know, but like, then I found Jimmy. And then Jimmy kind of opened up into this community, which is how I ended up where I, you know, with you guys. Um, so that one, like that Steve Ramsey video is the reason I know you guys at all. So for those of you listening to this podcast, if, you know, if you want to shoot me at any point or, or murder me or anything, send hate mail to Steve Ramsey because he's the reason that you have to listen to this shit. <laughs> Right. For an hour every Incidentally, week. Incidentally, Steve Ramsey's the reason I'm making videos today. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Well, we, don't, we don't necessarily see eye to eye on a lot of things, but mm-hmm. I was watching him making videos. I was, no, to his, in his defense, I've been a woodworker for 50,000 years. Um, at least that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw his videos. Actually, um, um, Mark Spagnola, Mark Spagnola was the first guy I stumbled across on um, when I was making videos. I said, and I was kind of, um, I was enamored by the way he was presenting himself, you know. And and of course, his shop full of tools. He had some nice tools back when I started watching him. Anyway, he's always and, had really um, good production quality too. Though. Oh, he does. He spends. Yeah, yeah he's he's really. He's, you can he, tell he cares about his presentation. Yeah, yeah. And I'm exactly the opposite of that. <laughs> so, I'm more You're about like, the like, hey, dickheads, want to see a drill power or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I knew I could bring something new. And that's that's the, that's one of the reasons I jumped on. I was looking at everybody and looking at all the different stuff they were doing. I'm like, hey, I could bring something completely new that nobody's ever seen before to this, you know, whole YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. And um, But anyway, no, it was actually Steve Ramsey. was watching one of Steve Ramsey's videos, and that's when it occurred to me. And the reason I I was bored, I had been fishing for two years, and I was like, I need to do something different. And I was actually watching one of Steve Ramsey's videos. And it it wasn't – he didn't really go through and – because he does a pretty good job of editing too. But this one, for some reason, I don't know whether he was lazy that week or what happened. It did not have a great production value. And I was like, I could do that. Probably just some Wyatt videotaping for him. So, um, so I, 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 my very first video was about a jig I made for sharpening table saw blades, and it was the worst video that was ever posted to YouTube. I swear it, <laughs> worst ever. One angle, you could barely see the jig. You don't see my face. I'm talking monotone about the whole thing the whole time. Hey guys, and, this is Izzy. Just making a jig here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. So a couple weeks later, I got some feedback, and that was what did. That's what did it for me. I was looking for, you know, um. I was looking for just interaction with other woodworkers, and uh, I got some feedback on that video, and that that was it, man. I, I did another video a couple, three weeks later. I did one more about a month later, and then from then on, it was like every week I was putting out a video, mm-hmm. and um, it was well, just fun. And what I people don't, a lot of people don't realize, I have three hundred and I don't know what seventy, three hundred eighty videos out now. The first hundred of my videos were recorded on a Galaxy Note 2. <laughs> and the first like 30 videos were one takes. Like I recorded, I'll spot, hit pause on the on the cell phone camera and then hit record again and re- did a little bit and then hit pause again and then just uploaded right from my cell phone. <laughs> and then I got this cheap old, I don't know, $250 job of a computer from Walmart and learned how to use um, Movie Maker. So I was still recording on the phone. I was downloading it to the to the computer, editing in Movie Maker, and putting them back up. 
That's hilarious. Yeah, the Wood Whisperer, Mark Spagnola, I found him because uh, I was watching one of Steve's videos and I thought, you know what, I can start a YouTube channel. And I was like, you know what, I'd call myself the Wood Whisperer because I was a big Caesar Milan fan. So I was like, and I did a Google search for it and I was like, oh shit, this guy already exists. And then right. I started looking at it. I was like, "Oh shit, this guy's really good." <laughs> like, like yeah. I can't be him, you know. Because if it was, if the Wood Whisperer was just this hack, I'd take him over. You know, I'm gonna be like, "Ah, this guy, you're gone." You know, <laughs> but you don't deserve the name. Yes, step down, young man. But no, so yeah, the uh, I, I went on his channel and I was like, "Jesus, this guy, see, this is some next level shit right here." Yeah, and um, I mean, if if it wasn't for Mark Spagnola, you know, I, I may have had a. a, a a YouTube channel called The Wood Whisperer. <laughs> That's so, funny that you say that because when I was thinking about names, channel. when I was thinking about names, the very first name I thought of is I like to make stuff. Really? I kid, I kid you not. Poor Bob. I was, that was the first thing I thought of, and it was already taken. So I don't. That was back when I was trying to think of the name for. I mm-hmm. ended up being Think Woodworks. So I mean, he had that for a while before he started YouTube videos, and then. Um, the, I forget what other ones I bought. Make Stuff. I bought the Make Stuff channel. These are ULRs. I bought that. Um, yeah, Make Stuff. And URLs. By the way. Whatever. Um, by the way. I, I always I'll, say that wrong. Okay, I'm going to share something. I, I've actually had people tell me, I can't believe the amount of stuff you share um, on this channel. I don't think I can do it. But uh, I'll go ahead and I'll share this with you because this is going to give you douche chills all the way down your back. The I actually thought about, this was years ago, um, we were at, fortunately we had another mortgage um, boom, so I ended up not going through this. But I had a channel planned. I actually made trailers and like I was, I was getting ready to go into full production with it. Um, I made uh, like a channel trailer. I made intro music. I made uh, graphics and everything. The name of the channel was going to be Leave It to Laffy. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, that's fantastic. And it was Leave it to Beaver themed. It was supposed to be like kind of a joke on that. And, um, yeah, that was. Can I I see that? Can I see that logo? There's probably no chance that anyone alive or dead. Can I please see that logo? If if you if I happen to catch you on your deathbed (laughs) right before you go into the the great unknown, I'd be like, have you have you seen how I eat? Oh, I get it. No, no, look, I'm saying you should, it, you should so send me that logo. <laughs> if I see you at a if I see you at a chicken wing buffet, I might just come tap you on the shoulder and plate over. But uh, yeah, that that exists, and that's. Uh, it, it, I've actually I, I went back and I watched it once, and I deleted about six of the ten videos that I made immediately. I was like, I this is too much. I gotta get, I gotta get this out of existence. And, and um, but a couple of them still exist because they were hilarious. And one day that may publish, but it's very unlikely that that may be the case. Um, oh, we, we demand a, it, everybody. Unless we guys, get a Patreon you got a subscriber that gives us a hundred grand, I might, I might be willing to. <laughs> no, this is this is fantastic. There's actual real embarrassment in your voice about. Oh, this is this is an embarrassment. This is full on like douchebag chills. Like this is. You ever get a chill that starts at the base of your, you know, like right at the back of your neck and goes all the way down to your heels? <laughs> and I don't get embarrassed. Like, I'm, I'm the, you know, this is, and, and honestly, it's really not that embarrassing. I, yeah, I, I probably have a lot of fun to put it out there. But, yeah, it's just, I was like, oh, what in the hell was I thinking? This is awful. And it's awesome in how awful it is. So it may make its way out, but it would be to a very select group of people that might end up seeing it. And so... 
And I'll just tell you and Izzy right now, don't after we after we shut off the podcast, don't start begging because you're not gonna get to see it. So Oh, I oh. so I don't yeah, I'm never gonna let you live that one down. Oh no, I'm fine. I mean, listen, I yeah, I got I, I, I promise you I won't be the one begging. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I, the uh, I, I don't. Laffy was going to be the channel. I almost bought the uh, the web domain. I was Leave it to Laffy. Close. I'm going to go buy that right now. You... <laughs> 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 oh, please do. <laughs> if there was ever a reason for me to hack into a computer, <laughs> this, this is it. Like, I could give a shit what your credit card number is, but those <laughs> video clips, that's gold. Right I don't there. know, man. There's like a $30,000 limit on that credit card. You might want to at least get a peek at it. <laughs> so, let me see. Leave it to Laffy. As he quickly goes through it, deletes Shush, everything. I'm, I'm, I'm buying it right now. Don't do there. <laughs> Hostgator. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Actually, it's funny. If you do a search for it, the very first thing that pops up is the LITL website for... Uh, YouTube. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yep. If you do a search for that, it, the first thing that pops up is LITL, the YouTube link. This channel has no content. <laughs> no published content. It has no content. <laughs> I don't trust Google and YouTube at all. They are not getting their hands on my on, on anything. So, oh, did we have a topic for tonight? Yeah, we no. just covered it. Leave it to Laffy. Yeah, leave oh. it to Laffy. That was okay. no. I I wanna I wanna talk, but I want actually want to do a serious. I mean, we blew the first thirty minutes on boring CNC talk, and now we're <laughs> yeah, down we, to the we real blew good the last stuff. Thirty minutes. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is this isn't blowing it. This is golden. This will be a thing, and we will. We. This is not the last of you heard of. Leave it to Laffy. Oh, I hope not. Are you kidding is, me? We're gonna we're gonna roll with this. Let one. me tell you something. If that if that doesn't turn into at least one jab, I'm gonna be very disappointed in our listeners. So I might even question their loyalty as friends. No, we're gonna we're gonna see by the end of this debacle, we will we will see some of those logos and clips. Nope. Well put. <laughs> I appreciate your gumption, but there's very little chance that that's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not a man people tell no to very often. Well, well, you've been <laughs> you've been hearing it a lot lately. Yeah, I see it all the time. I was going to say what? <laughs> oh well, no. It's, you know what's funny is Izzy. That was your most liked comment on your on your live feed tonight. So so yep. Izzy goes on. So if you're if you're a member of the uh, infamous uh, Toolmasters Association. The Izzy does every week. He goes through and kind of does a does a question and answer, but it really informal, just greeting everybody and and everything. And so I, I'm. It's two minutes in. I wander in on it, and Jimmy Dress is there, and and uh, Stumpy Nubs is there, uh, and every everybody's there. Daniel and uh, all sort of Gib, all the all the guys. And so I stumble in there, and the very first thing I say is, Izzy's greeting everybody that's coming into this live feed. I say, so is it true, Izzy? You're coming to Atlanta March 16th through 18th for the great, you know, uh, maker meetup at the Atlanta Woodworking Show? 
<laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations, man. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you. <laughs> and of course, Izzy has uh, denied that he's going to be there. Uh, but I will Adamantly. continue. I will continue to spread the word. Yes. Which, by the way, I found out that uh, apparently there is going to be um, a, a bunch of folks uh, staying with Joel. Yeah. And we're doing a new toga party. Is that? Did I see that right? Or was well, if you if you if you'd agree to pay for strippers, Mike, I might come down. We are the strippers. Uh, I don't have to pay for them. I have, uh, Tony Rouleau is going to be there. Oh, Jesus. If he's getting naked, I'm definitely going to be there. So, hey. see, I knew you'd be, it's, it's, it's like leave it to Laffy. I just we're going to get it in the end. <laughs> in oh, the you're going to get it in gonna the gonna end, get, all right. We're going to get it in the end. Until I spend the night in your house. Uh, so, so the, so the, it, I was not aware of the naked toga, although th- that was uh, probably the mildest suggestion, I think. That I've I've heard well, so far. It's a PG podcast. I mean, you know, I right? Wanna, I don't want to talk about the things he actually said. Right, but but no, I'm I'm. We're gonna have a bunch of guys over at this house, and then a lot of guys are gonna be staying at the hotels around the area, uh, and we're gonna meet up. And honestly, this is just an excuse uh, to 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 meet up and hang out. the The woodworking show is maybe about fifty, sixty, seventy booths. Uh, and there'd be a couple of thousand people there wandering over the weekend. Uh, but, but it's not like, I mean, this is not like a Mecca to, to go see. It's nice to see all the cool tools and talk to people about techniques that are doing all the seminars. But basically but, what he's saying is the woodworking show sucks, but you really should go to meet everybody because it's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much it. We just, <laughs> we all hang out and everybody's always intimidated the first time they do it uh and they don't ever talk and usually that's Why? when we grab people is that and, true because that yeah wasn't my not, not you not at you all. at all you, you're never no, no, intimidated i mean listen i'm not intimidated by anything because i'm an asshole but the uh but yeah i mean i didn't get that feeling from anybody like oh my god yeah everybody just no, like, no 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 this is ever i'm serious like everybody when they first like they're like Oh my God! Is that is he like? I'll have people like pull like me to the side and be like, "Hey, Joe," because they talk to me online, and they're like, "Hey, is that is that is he Swan?" And, and I'm like, "Man, he's it's 32 degrees, and the man doesn't have any sleeves. Of course, it's friggin' is he Swan?" Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you go over there, he'll kiss you on the mouth and give you a shot of wild turkey. Right yeah, he now. will. Yeah, he will. So, uh, so I'll be like, "Yeah, go over and say hi," and they're like, "Nah, I'll just, I'll just hang here." I'm like, I'm like, don't, no, just, just go over there and molest the man. That's why he's out here. He wants to be molested. Right. So he really wants to be molested. So Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and so, uh, so, so yeah, so a lot of people, and please guys don't, you know, come up, introduce you. I don't care how shy you are. It's you'll, you'll feel bad on the drive home. If you didn't actually talk to anybody, you know, go up these, all these makers, all the people that are coming out to these events, they're super, super nice. Anytime. It doesn't matter if it's this event or any other event. I haven't met anybody that I really, you know, it's been put off. Um, we were just hanging, uh, Atlanta also had the workbench con this last weekend. And so I was just hanging out with like everybody except Izzy, uh, me, and Mike. Let me tell you what you, let me tell you what you, um, what you find at a maker meetup. You find an unbelievable amount of talent, 
an unbelievable amount of skill. Um, absolutely fantastic people. Complete sense of community. Um, just, just everybody there is just absolutely fantastic. Let me tell you more importantly what you don't find at a maker meetup. You don't find any ego. Um, you don't find any pompous behavior. You don't find um, anybody who's there for self-serving purposes. You, you don't. You don't find any of the negativity that you would find anywhere, especially for for the groups like ours that meet online and, and have become you know uh, quote unquote online friends. These are people that are very excited to finally meet the people that they've had a relationship with for years. You know, um, I didn't. I talked to everybody. So if you walked up to me and shook my hand, we had a conversation because it's just who I am. Um, but I walked up and everybody I had a conversation with, it was, you know, from the most, uh, you know, brilliant star on YouTube to the most obscure person in the group who I won't say a name because that'd be kind of messed up. But they, like every single one of them was just, uh, you know, present in the moment, very sweet, very genuine, you know, People were, no one was there to promote themselves. Everybody was there to be part of the community. And it was just, it, it, I wrote a post online afterward. It was, a, it was an opportunity to meet giants that were the size of real people. You know, and that, that, was, that was sort of the impression that I got is nobody was there to make a, um, you know, there was nobody making a video of their own life. Everybody was there for the community uh, to be a part of the, the, the group as a whole. And, and it was, I mean, I, literally when I met Izzy, he came walking into Joel's garage. I was like, holy shit, it's Izzy Swine. His hat on backwards, sleeveless, um, pants kind of dripping off his ass. I walked up to him. I got a gigantic hug. We picked each other up in the air. Um, he popped the, the, the top off of a uh, thing of wild turkey. We both had a sip and then the day continued. I mean, it was just like, I was like, it's Izzy. Like I've been watching this guy on YouTube for I me mean, literally like a celebrity. It'd be like walking up to Will Smith. I mean, you know, in terms of woodworking and it's like, holy shit, there's this guy, um, you know, finally getting to meet Tony, um, Andy, Bill Lutz is a, if you get a chance to say hi to Lutz and you don't walk up to him, you will hate yourself for the rest of your life. Being around that guy is like being around, he, he is his own, he has his own gravity. Like the whole, like everything about that guy is just positivity and love and just, you can't imagine, you it's can't infectious. imagine a better human being than Bill Lutz. You really can't. If I told you to draw the best characteristics of a human being, you would completely describe that man. He is just absolutely wonderful and amazing. And when you get around him, you're like, holy shit, this guy's exactly who I thought he was. Andy Berkey's the same exact way. You're like... He's sort of like the godfather of our community. He's he's this guy that's you know he's he's forced people to say, hey, look at life differently than the way you look at it. There's beauty everywhere. There's things all around you that you can touch and feel and interact with that are amazing and wonderful. And and then you meet the guy and you're like, holy shit, he's exactly the guy you thought he was. You know, it's like um, same with Joel. Like this, you know, he's just open and warm and loving and he's funny and he's just compassionate. And then you get up to him, you're like, you know, he's. A, big dude and you see you're like holy shit he's intimidating and then you're like oh my god he's exactly who you thought he would be you know and it's just so if you miss the opportunity to walk up to these people and talk to these folks i mean it's an opportunity to, to talk to people that you would consider heroes but at the same time the people that are just like you and can't wait to meet you can't wait to put their arms around you give you a hug tell you how awesome you are it's the most amazing experience you can have i mean you really if you've never had a chance to do it 
Get your ass to one of these meetups and walk up to these people, start conversations. You will be absolutely thrilled that you did. So, yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's it's couldn't, it's have, couldn't, just... have, be, couldn't have described it better. And incidentally, um, when when we go to these shows, if if for some chance uh, we haven't met already and you do run into me, um, I want to hear about you. <laughs> so. I know that's always a strange thing to people um, because it's one of those things where it means so much to me what happens out in this community and the same with Jimmy DeResta, same with these other guys. We know all about ourselves. We want to hear about you and what you do and what kind of woodworking you're into or what kind of making you're into. Um, so don't be shy. Share, share your passion you know, with us and um, that, that means the world to us. No, absolutely. Yeah. And Jimmy was, like I said before, I've said this on a podcast. I mean, Jimmy was... I walked up to him, saw him at the convention. I met Jimmy for about 20 minutes on a Skype call, and we did a podcast on, on our other show because he was friends with David Welder. And I walked up to him, and in a second, he was like, oh, I know you. He's like, uh, you are uh, you were on the podcast. And I was like, how the this how does this – he's met 70,000 people today. How the hell does he remember who I am? You know what I mean? It's just like – and then I oh. end up winning one of his little um, ice picks out at the Maker Meetup too. So it was just yeah. like, you know – the whole thing was just awesome. I mean, you, 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 wanna, just, you, you can't Yeah, you want to talk about a guy who has a steel trap for a mine. That's Jimmy. I mean, if he's if he's met you, he remembers. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, man. And I struggle Regardless with that. I'm great. Abstract. I'm, I'm really good with faces, but names I'm terrible with. If I, you know, if I see you, I'll know exactly who you are. But him, he's like, he remembers your name, what you do, your, you know, your everything. It's it's crazy. His, his um, I wish I had that attribute that, he, that he's like a... When it comes to people, his mind is like a steel trap. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like that, too. I mean, like, I met, you know, at your meetup, I mean, you know, Wes Swain. I mean, just all these guys are just just amazing, just amazing people. You know, it's you know, funny. It, just a, as a, side, a quick side note, the, a lot of the guys that you're watching anyway are used to working by themselves, and they just happen to turn on a camera, and they had just an ounce of personality that got them – you know, through the door, and then they started working on, and they got better and better at it. But they're they're all kind of introverted and and a little bit off and, and passionate <laughs> about off. their work. And you know, it's 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 uh, they're probably like like they're probably exactly like you because you're you're kind of into the same thing now. They they've got content they got to create, so that makes their job slightly different. But in general. You know, Jimmy's the exact same person he is off camera as he is on camera. You know, Izzy's the same way. You know, if if anything, Izzy's actually a little bit more insane off camera. Um, uh, but but yeah. but everybody, you know, you can. Hang out with Izzy's like being on a ride. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you can walk up to April, or you can walk up to Mark Spagnola, or any of those guys. Shake their hands, tell them how much you appreciate their content, their entertainment, their education. And they just glow because this is, you know, they get to do this thing. And um, there's not anybody, like, and you need to turn around to see who's in line. And just start introducing yourself because you're going to know these people that are around you. And you, all of a sudden you're going to turn and somebody's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's blah, blah, blah. And here's blah, blah, blah. And you're going to get to know those people because somebody else is, you know, it's, I walked into this weekend, I walked into the room with everybody sitting down and like, everybody's like, Hey, Joel. Now to be fair, I am a complete nobody. 
I, I mean, nobody should know my name because I, I run a little business. We do stuff like this. I just happen to be in this community, and I've met so many of these folks by now that everybody's coming up, shaking my hand, and saying, "How are you doing?" And you know, people coming over, and and it it's just it's it's crazy. It's like the, you have the secret club, and you, they let you in the door the second time. It's not even a secret. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the craziest so, part. Yeah, you know, so I, always, always, always introduce yourself and always talk about you know, keep talking to people because it's you get these crazy cool friendships. Well, you know, it's funny because yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have a ton of really super close friends. I think that circle's probably limited to maybe you know, I mean, it's less than a dozen easily. But it's like being a member of one of our communities. Like I have a thousand people I could ask a favor. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, and I could, and I could probably count on half of them to do it if I really needed them. You know, what I mean, it's like, um, you know, where in the world would you possibly have that? I mean, you could jump online right now and be like, "Hey guys, you know, I need blah blah blah," and in an instant you would have it. You know, I mean, if anybody, if they had, if, if there was a group of people online there that had the means to do it, you would have it in a second. Um, whatever that thing is, as, as ridiculous as you could possibly fathom. I mean, Joel got a fucking teddy bear sent to him from 1984. I mean, it's just, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's just absolutely insane. Um, but I mean, that's to, so yeah, to, to think that you can't walk up to somebody from this group. And honestly, if you walk up to somebody from this group and they're a dick, they're probably not going to be part of this group for very long anyway. So because they just don't. And, and there's really none of those people in what we do. I mean, uh, you know, for the most part, I, I haven't met anybody yet. I mean, you know, and that's I, because they don't come to the shows. Yeah. I, and honestly, yeah, anybody that shows up to these shows is there for that purpose. They want to meet these people and be around them. And the first time I went to a show, I was fangirling so much and I was so scared to talk to anybody. Oh, I don't like even it was that. just, I don't even, that, I can't even, I know what you just said. I know, I know. No, 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 I mean, I just, uh, I, what, I, I didn't want to, you know, it's, it's, I was like, oh yeah, I'll just sit in this corner for a little bit and just watch people. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And if you get a chance to be around David Welder, like do that. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, don't do it for the long. Only... He will wear your ass to the floor. No, yeah, don't, Dave, he, David Welder's guy. awesome. He is the only person I know that's crazier than I am. He he talked me, Joel, and, and uh, Andrew into uh, into buying a baseball bat <laughs> with yes. his name in it, and we couldn't wait to get him. And get, so we didn't want him to run out. That's but, right. I was like, <laughs> we got we gotta we got we gotta get this. There was only three, and we wanted all three of them. Like that. Was, I think he made. I made. I think he made a cool hundred dollars on all three of us. I think it was oh, like. Yeah. I think it was like thirty five dollars a piece. And I'd and I'd pay it again tomorrow. I have yeah. that bat in my office. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm not kidding you yeah. at all. That bat is in my. I pick it up when I'm talking to people on the phone. I walk around with it. It just it, there's something. A red painted faded old bat with with his you know brand stamped yeah. in it. Yeah, nice. And I garbage. Walk my office holding that thing. It it is absolutely hilarious. And it's it. If I need to be focused, when I for some reason when I pick that thing up, it just puts me back in a place where I'm just surrounded by people that are just. Are just excited that you're there. I was walking around holding that stupid thing. It's is, just, it's life changing. It's, it's is, ridiculous, but it is. As long as we're passing out accolades here, there's some, there's somebody very special to my heart that I wanna, I wanna mention. And um, she, Mike no, no. <clears throat> she is an amazing person. She has probably the warmest personality I've ever come across, and and uh, she is. Um, very, very, very incredible person to do what she does and to put up with the stuff that she does. And 
still make people feel incredibly welcome and be very helpful. And that's, um, her name's Margot, And, uh, that's, uh, Joel's a very lucky man to have her. She is an amazing person, an amazing woman. And I want to say a special thank you to her, especially for last year, making everybody feel so welcome at your party, Joel. I mean, it was, it was absolutely just blown away by her and, you know, her ability to just kind of make you feel at ease and comfortable and, and welcome. And you got a good lady. She's she's crazy like that. I mean, just like like she could slink around a room, you know. Like you can either notice her or or can't don't notice her, but she can interact with. She's she's like a wow. She's like a female version of Mike Laffey. She's <laughs> like not, she that, can don't don't disparage her in that way. She she can she can, take that back she, can her an she can walk up to anybody and just have a conversation, and she's bright and bubbly and just full of. Like like this fountain of joy, uh, and it's it's cr- it's crazy how she can like like she like she went with me the, like the, like I said the first time, and she's like go say hi, and I'm like I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? What do you mean go say hi? <laughs> you mean right? like with words? With words? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Words and things and feet and moving. Yeah. Uh, no, but she's. Th- thank you very much, and I will pass that along to her, um, because she's too highbrow to listen to this crap. Um, <laughs> it's not even close. Right. But 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 the 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 you know she's she just she loves the community. She's. We just had Tony and Mackenzie down at the house, uh, and and we just piled around and. The girls were like inseparable and it was just, she's just, she's, she's one of those people that fits in about any cog. Uh, you just kind of throw in her situation. She's like, I got it. You know, it's funny because the, uh, you know, Mackenzie and, and, and your wife, Margaret, I mean, they, um, particularly uh, you know, Jim's wife and, and a couple other people that were at your, your thing there, the wives of this community, they don't take on supporting roles. You know, it's 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 kind of you know you always think of you know oh the wife and you know the, the stereotypical kind of thing. They don't take on any supporting roles. They they sort of have these these sort of very distinct, very different personalities. Particularly sure, with, um, like Mackenzie. Mackenzie is awesome. I mean, everything about her is just spectacular. Margot's the same exact way. It's like Margot what? when you walk up, they they both have this quality that is almost impossible to find in people. From the instant you meet them, you feel like you've known them your whole life. There, there, there is no separation of time when you have to, you know, there, there is no getting to know. It's just, hey, you know, we've been best friends forever and, you know, tell me what you got going on. There, there, there is no, you know, hey, we're getting to know each other type of thing. It's just your family, you belong here. Um, and they have that sort of quality of, you know, you just, you feel like, oh my God, I've been, you know, there's, there, there, there is no meeting here. We've been friends forever, you know, and, and both your wife and, and Tony's wife have that exact same quality. It's like, I never thought for a second that I had to spend any time getting to know them. I just felt like I'd always known them. You well, know, you know, the, you know who else is like that? That's uh, uh, Carl Jacobson's wife, uh, Robin, is yeah, just that, oh yeah, uh, absolutely, just a hoot. And then, um, and then Peter Brown's wife has been doing a lot of stuff with uh, with him on videos, and she's fantastic. Um, I didn't get a chance to meet her. I don't know if she was at your party or not. Uh, no, he's but he's coming down this year. Yeah, so, baby. So, so Peter what? Brown's going to be there in all his epoxy glory. 
Peter's going to be there this morning. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of makes you wish you were making the trip. Yeah. No, it's Izzy. I'm sorry. The place is full. You've already made other commitments. If I was going to come, the only reason I would come was be for Tony. Because then if Tony and I were there, the two sexiest men alive in YouTube history would be in the same place at the same time. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say this real quick. I'm 43 years old as of February. I didn't think I had feelings, but that statement you just made. (laughs) (laughs) It hurt just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're we're bringing the band back together, and uh, this year's uh, this year's maker meetup was is going to be all right. It's going to be awesome. Screw it, I'm coming. I'll be there. God damn it! Yes. What? <laughs> I'll be there. Are I'll you sure? Yep, I'm 100 percent sure. But you're going to have to find a place for me to put my cot. So I I have a room, dude. I'll okay. sleep in the pool. You can have. No, a room you're, you're sleeping with me. me. What are okay. you talking about? Oh, God, no. <laughs> to no, be I, fair. I, you've been trapped in Michigan for months. I don't want to be the one that received that. November 2nd. November wait, a, wait a minute. 2nd. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you had other commitments on, on that weekend. Yeah, but I'm the boss. I can change them. Boom in your mouth, Crawford. All right. <laughs> sorry. Well, that was easy. All right. No, it so, wasn't. We've been doing this shit for months. No, no, no. I had this all planned out. I figured it would take another week. <laughs> I, I just want to say though it's we've been torturing this this son of a bitch for how long now and now all of a sudden he's like oh yeah tony will be there <laughs> yeah just blow up the rest of those plans who cares <laughs> yeah i i had to torture tony to get him come back down too so well, you know i but now i did not come and screw all of you no, no no i didn't i didn't have to torture you at all you're just a man whore and you'll go anywhere so You're like, hey, you can stay with me. I was like, shit, you don't have to tell me anything else. That's right. <laughs> so, I was going to book that I'm bringing same. Six, I'm bringing six gallons of Southern Comfort with me, just be careful, just so you know. Southern You're not going to have is, any by the time you get down here. This is Georgia. We import that in the water lines. <laughs> yeah. Just turn the bath on somewhere between hot and medium. <laughs> yeah, but we brown. sell it in the gas stations here, so it's easier to get so, your hands on. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Izzy Swan will be down for the Maker Meetup uh, on. Yeah, uh, you better not renege on this. Yeah, you better be not. You're gonna you're gonna have like okay, and if he doesn't come, folks, I I understand that we often, you know, things come up, uh, and there are definitely things that in in life that can take precedent over this, but those don't count, and you can send hate mail to uh, Izzy Swan if he doesn't actually show up. No, I'm coming. I'm going to be there. If I still right. be there, I'll be there. Awesome. Jesus. That's, this seems way too easy. Awesome. All oh. right. Let's see. I'll have to cross that off my list now. <laughs> yeah, you could write in the uh, Leave It to Laffy and it's Leave it to, Yes, that's right. <laughs> the new quest. <laughs> that's right. Hey, uh, just FYI, you guys might feel a little weird about walking around with me because I understand it's going to be pretty warm, so I'll be wearing nothing but a Speedo and a cutoff tee. I wouldn't expect What else would you be wearing? Okay, just making sure. I don't understand. Like, like, I know you're trying point? to be weird on that one, but that's just no. Like, I that's wasn't. Just, that, how's that weird? You're wrong crowd. I, I'm just. <laughs> I, yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Be like, be like. Pardon me. It would be weird. Like if you wore pants and like a long sleeve shirt, I'd be like, Izzy, is, is there a? Do you need to see a doctor? <laughs> is there something? <laughs> is there something wrong? I'm only, just, I'm only planning to wear back hair and a baseball hat. Don't stare directly at my legs because I have been in Michigan for the last five months and my legs are probably, you know, will blind you. So from glare. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> God. Well, let's let's end on that bombshell. Shall we? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, we didn't. I thought. Wait, wait, wait. We, we were supposed to talk the next week. 
We were supposed to talk about uh, friendships or developing friendships or something. I think tonight. we just did. No, I, yeah. I think we should, I think we should, we need to have this conversation because well, is, that's fine. Can we can we do an episode next week on it then? Yeah, I <laughs> I, I just want to remind you because I need this. I mean, I am I'm I'm not accustomed to to being friends or having friendships in a very in a traditional in the ebb and flow of my life that hasn't been a priority. It's always been taking care of the people around me, you know. So I've worked just. Well, yeah, that's, real, that's real simple. Just just get more people around you. Well, that's just it. it, it when you work in eighty to one hundred hours a week, it's almost impossible to de- you yeah. know, have oh, time. Well, to de- well okay. don't well, work eighty to one hundred hours a week. Well, well, hold on, hold on a second. We'll talk all about this on the next well, episode coming up. Okay. But I will tell you that there are some things that you have to do to kind of cultivate those friendships because it would. Would definitely pants help in the beginning. After a while, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's but true. but. Uh, it's it's easy when you're a kid because you you know you're kind of forced with to people eight hours a day when you're in school and in college you're living with people and even when you're you know a, a young adult you're going out and doing stuff with the same once you get like responsibilities and families and things like that it it has to become something that's in the forefront of your mind every once in a while to keep in touch with people and to 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 kind of cultivate those friendships. And so, because not everybody's like Mike Laffey. And so I'm not even sure I know what that means. So, so the, but because it comes naturally, you're like, oh, sorry. like, Oh, I haven't talked to Joel. Let me just hit him up real quick. You know, people, people are like, like I go, Oh, I should probably pay my mortgage. You know, I should probably do that. <laughs> you know, kind of a thing. Like, I don't, I don't often think I, you know, that I have responsibilities and stuff. And so, so we'll talk about that because because it's important and I think people overlook it and we were just we had a whole episode about espousing how great it was to meet personalities that we've seen uh and that we admire but also we have friendships that could use some of the same kind of fertilizer mm-hmm. so Ooh. I think we're teasing yeah. the next episode yeah no, so, I, so I, to know, do guys, I want to know more about how to be a friend I, I something I'm not I don't think I'm yeah that's that's easy that, that's so. the easy part. The, the, the getting there, we'll get there. We'll talk about so, it next okay. episode. Very, I'm just going to a food for thought, and I want some feedback from the thought. community. Life, um, life is, there, there are one thing in life that is always consistent. You get out what you put in. Well, here's here's the thing. So I, if, I, I, that, 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 you're going to talk. This is for I the next want, episode. No, I want, you, people to, I want people to have a week to stew on this, and maybe we can get some feedback from them. And I, and I want I want to put this out there real quick. Um, I've always felt that taking care of, and this is the role that I've I've accepted in my life, that taking care of people, um, i.e., family or friends, is the way to be a friend. You know, whether it's you know financially or or what whatever I can do. And I've I've learned that this year that that's not always the best method, and it was a hard lesson. But I wanna I want more feedback about this. I, so think, I don't think there's I don't think there's an always or forever or well, perfect situation for or everything. The, you're just in the next season. Yeah. You're retired now, dude. It's time to do other things. Like yeah. that's you you've done that part. Now now you, that chapter's closed. Open up the next one. So yeah, we're going we're, we're going to talk yeah, about this let's next. Let's talk about yeah, that I, next I week want, because so, I want I want hard I want hard real <laughs> feedback oh, you want guys. Hard, all right. Uh, yeah, well, you know, always. But um you know, I think that uh you know, I want to learn. I want to learn how to be a better friend, and uh, you know what that means. 
So I've got some feedback, but uh, we'll save that for the next All right, cool. episode. I'm looking forward Ladies and to gentlemen, it. listen, um, hit us up if you have questions, comments. You want to talk about how to be a better friend. Um, if you want to provide feedback on how not to talk for 30 minutes about a CNC machine when most of you don't own one, um, please feel free <laughs> to hit us up. You can go to our website at maybe I've said too much. We're so sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And I don't even have time to edit most of that out. So, cause this has got to go up tonight, but, um, you can find us at our website, maybe I've said too much.com. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and the Instagrams at maybe podcast. Feel free to leave us a message, hit us up with some goodies, whatever. Um, follow us on Facebook, most importantly. That is where we publish all of our information. Um, as far as you know, anything that we've got, the news that we want to share, Facebook is the place we do it. Instagram is mostly Joel putting up dick jokes. And then um, Twitter, yes. I don't even know that we've ever done anything on there. So um, follow us on Facebook primarily because that's where the news comes out. Information publishes to that. And messages coming into that are responded to the most quickly. So um, because, you know, we all just sit to Facebook all day because we don't have anything better to do. But that is all. Family, friends. Patreons, people that listen. I don't know what the hell you're doing with this sour, but you really should do something better. But we appreciate you spending it with us. Until the next episode, gentlemen, thank you very much. We will see you in a week's time and we will talk about friendships. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Good night, y'all.